welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys podcast. Uh, with you as always, Evan Newberger at the helm here, and uh, to my right, Adam Sidek. No Robbie Larson this week. The man is uh, working out of Dallas this week, so we're we're flying without him. But uh, we've got his picks and we've got his knowledge uh, via his notes, so we'll uh, we'll fill in the best we can. But uh, Adam, uh, how are we feeling about uh, week fifteen here? Uh, this is the first full slate of games. Uh, no bye weeks this week. Um, we got some Saturday action. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Should be good. Yeah, the, Too bad we got the Bears on Monday night, though, <laughs> to wrap it up. Yeah, National Spotlight Bears. I'm a, I'm a little bit over that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need them five times on primetime. No, and I just don't need the rest of the world watching them either. Like, I know how bad they are. I don't, I don't need the rest of the world talking about it. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're excited here. You know, this is when things start picking up. Playoff races are really coming to a head right now. And, uh, you know, with the, uh, additional playoff spot, that additional wild card spot, I mean, so much is still up for grabs. Uh, I think in the NFC, what, like, um, 15 to 16 teams are technically still in it. So, um, it's wide open still. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're just, uh, we're excited to break it down for you here. But, uh, before we get into that, let's, Let's take a look at how we did last week. So um, we'll start with Robbie. Uh, he had the Cowboys in the team uh, over 48, uh, which unfortunately did not hit. That was uh, far more of a defensive game than I would have thought. That was a horrible beat, though. Absolutely horrible. It would have pushed if they uh, missed or made the extra point at the yeah. end. Um, yeah, we were all watching this together, and we thought we had at least a push, and Missed extra point, no points after that. Just held at forty-seven. So tough, tough one for Robbie there. I know that that was also in our podcast parlay. So yeah, we all felt that one. Yeah, that was a tough one. Um, on a better note, uh, we had Bears Packers over forty-three and a half. Nice, nice job there, Adam. That hit in the second quarter alone. Yeah, <laughs> the offensive explosion by the Bears in that second quarter was comical. Um, yeah, that's uh. We won't be seeing that again anytime soon, but that was fun while it lasted. But uh, helped hit the over. And then uh, I had uh, Panthers and Falcons over 42.5. Yeah, this game wound up uh, flying over. Uh, I think the Falcons uh, just were able to kind of break down that Panthers defense uh, way more effectively than uh, what Vegas thought, apparently. I think that that ended up at like 56 or 57 points. So uh, high-scoring affair there. So glad glad to... uh, hit my lock because I think I was over my last four before that. So uh, we're right in the ship a little bit here. Um, as for the podcast parlay, Adam already alluded to that we had the uh, Cowboys and team over 48. Uh, we also had the Cardinals minus two and a half, which uh, Cardinals were fighting at the end of that game, but uh, came up short against the Rams. Rams were, were dialed in there. And uh, we had the uh, Saints minus five as part of that, and the Saints uh, really dominated their game against the Jets in New York. So uh, one out of three on that one. So uh, we'll we'll try again. Uh, we'll try to be a little bit better this week. Um, before we get into uh, week fifteen, I just want to highlight again the uh, the great work that uh, Brother Jeff is doing on the social media. So um, we'll say it once, we'll say it again. Uh, you know, make sure you guys are following us. Uh, on uh, Twitter and Instagram at SL Football Guys, uh, you can see all the fun content that's going up there. It's uh, it's honestly it's hilarious. Uh, Jeff's a whiz with this stuff, so um, he's he's using it to uh, to really 
go full comedy uh, with uh, with all the great uh, memes and the gifts and and everything he's posting. So uh, get in on the fun. Check us out on social. Okay, jumping right in. Uh, Thursday night football. We've got a fun one. AFC West clash. It is the Kansas City Chiefs heading out to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers in SoFi. Chargers are three-point underdogs at home in this one with the over-under at 52. Uh, should be a good game. Weather will not be an impact uh, in L.A. for this one. Adam, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, I, this is going to be a good Thursday matchup. I actually like the Chargers here. Uh, I like a money line uh, to win outright at home. Um, you know, we saw this matchup last uh, earlier in the year. Chargers sort of pulled up the upset at Arrowhead. Um, yeah, I, I think this team just matches up pretty well against the Chiefs. Probably the best out of anyone in that division. Um, you know, the, the Achilles heel of this Chargers team is their run defense. And Chiefs, uh, they've been getting the, getting it going a little bit on the ground uh, with CEH back. Um, Darrell Williams still doing his thing. But um, I, I think if the Chiefs are going to really win this game, they're going to have to sort of commit to that ground game. And, uh, you know, the Chargers got a offensive yeah, they, they've been they've been playing pretty well uh, of late offensive side. They're going to get Keenan Allen back this week, which will help. So I just think that this Chargers team is uh, just well equipped. Um, they're at home, short week. Uh, just you know, feeling like this is probably a pick them in my opinion. So I'm going to take the Chargers money line, and, and I do like the under 52, the highest line of the week. Not feeling it. Yeah, um, I do agree with you on the under 52. Uh, divisional game these teams know each other well and they've played uh lower scoring games in the past so yeah i'm thinking that this game will fly under um it's the only game this week with an over under over uh 50 for what it's worth and um so we're getting uh, started here with a bang but i'm gonna disagree with you I, i like the chiefs in this one uh minus three on the road i think this is basically gonna be a home game for them uh with the Great Chiefs uh, traveling fans. Uh, the Chargers obviously uh, don't have the largest home fan base in LA, so I think the Chiefs will probably Chiefs fans will probably outnumber them there. Um, that said, uh, I just have a hard time going away from the Chiefs right now. They are uh, probably the hottest team in the NFL. Uh, it's them and the Patriots, um, and uh, you know, Adam, you kind of touched on it a little bit. They've really kind of transformed their identity. Uh, from being, you know, basically the Pat Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek uh, Hill show into uh, kind of a run first uh, and, uh, you know, defense sort of uh, oriented team here the last uh, month and a half or so. And, you know, the Chargers, not a great run defense. And uh, I, I think that if the Chiefs can kind of stick to what's been working for them the last uh, six weeks, I, I think that they should be able to win this game. Uh, you know, the Chargers... Um, They've beaten some good teams, but, uh, you know, they tend to play close games, and, uh, you know, I've seen them have trouble putting teams away, so I, I, there's just still a few question marks with me, and, uh, yeah, this this Chiefs team, I just, they've, uh, they're, the way that they've really changed their identity, I mean, if you've been following along with us all season, you'll know that uh, we were out on the Chiefs early on when they were struggling, and uh, we were fading them, but, uh uh, I've I've turned right around. Uh, they've they've really kind of shifted the identity of that team, and uh, I I'm of the belief that uh, they can go out on the road and uh, beat the Chargers, and I think cover that three. So I'll take the Chiefs. 
Yeah, Robbie, Robbie's on the Chargers. Um, he makes a good point with no Chris Jones. That's going to be huge for yep. the Chiefs. Um, he's definitely their best defensive player. But, yeah, he he, uh, he likes the Chargers, thinks it's a good matchup. Yep, so Adam and Robbie on the Chargers this week. I am on the Chiefs, and uh, Adam and I on the under to start it off. Okay, uh, game two here. We've got uh, Raiders heading into Cleveland to take on the Browns. Raiders are one-and-a-half-point favorites in this one with the over-under set at uh, 39. Uh, it's going to be Case Keenum at quarterback for the Browns this week. Um, you know, they're uh, they're going through a bit of a, uh, a COVID uh, outbreak in Cleveland. Uh, Stefanski, uh, there's a chance he might not even coach for this. So a uh, whole myriad of uh, players out for the Browns due to this, um, or at least in the protocol right now. Uh, you know, this, this one, I think it's a little bit too early to, uh, truly say, I think you're going to see this line jump all over the places, uh, as, uh, more information comes out about who is and who isn't available for this game on Saturday. But, uh, you know, as it stands right now, I- I'm going to take the Raiders. Um, you know, I'm not, uh, sold on the Case Keenum led Browns here. And, uh, I think that, you know, if, if this is truly, uh, the way it's going to look and the Browns are going to be, uh, you know, down uh, coaches and players. I, I think it's uh, going to be good to lean on the Raiders this week. They're definitely a team that is in uh, desperate need of a win. And uh, last time the Browns uh, were dealing with a COVID outbreak and without their coaching staff, they really struggled. Um, so I, I'm of the belief that, uh, you know, that, that sort of thing adds up over time and in the game planning of the week. So I'll, I'll take the Raiders here uh, to cover the one and a half. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna take the other side. I'm I'm a strongly disagree. I, I love the Browns here. I love a money line, and that's gonna be my lock of the week. Um, I, I know you mentioned it. Uh, this line is gonna be very volatile, and you're absolutely right. Um, so you know, right now, Browns getting a point and a half at home. Uh, hammer it now while 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 it's still there. Um, you know, I I think the Browns have a good amount of depth. Um like one of the most deep teams in the league. So um, they're, they're, they're going to be a little bit less affected than most teams with the COVID outbreak. I know they got a ton of guys. Um, Case Keenum compared to Baker, you know, um, not much of a loss in my opinion, at least at this state, Baker's playing hurt. Um, I mean, Keenum, uh, Keenum came in there that Thursday night game, uh, beat a good Broncos team at home. Um, I think they were without their coach there that game too. So, you know, this team's been through the, the gauntlet a little bit with COVID. Um, you know, specifically in this game, we might have a little uh, wind and rain action on Saturday. I think that completely benefits the Browns and their style of play. Um, yeah, I, I, I love the Browns here. Uh, I think it's a good matchup regardless of any circumstances. And, you know, I think obviously the, the COVID outbreaks uh, a disadvantage, but I think the weather's going to be an uh, advantage. The, the, the short week's going to be an advantage. And I, yeah, I just don't see the Raiders, you know, playing the kind of game that can beat a really good defense in the Browns. You know, that they're still the defense on uh, that side, not a lot of COVID guys. So, um, you know, I think defense leads the way here and Browns come out with a win. Yeah, uh, Robbie is actually the belief that uh, this over is going to hit. Now, the line is uh, very low right now at 39. Uh, I think it only goes up from there. But, uh, you know, uh, Robbie's viewpoint here is that, uh, you know, this Raiders defense has been struggling as of late. And, um, you know, he's not not worried about them in the slightest bit. 
And uh, with what the Browns try to do, I mean, it's not like uh, you know they're relying on Baker to throw the ball 50 times to win games anyway. They're a run first team. So uh, he's still thinking that the Browns can move the ball effectively on the Raiders in this one. So he'll, he'll take the over. And uh, he likes the Browns as well. Just uh, similar to what you said, Adam, doesn't think uh, Case Keenum is too much of a drop off from uh, you know what we've seen out of uh, uh, Baker Mayfield uh, with his injured shoulder. So uh, we'll see. Game three, guys. It is uh, Patriots heading into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Uh, Colts are two and a half point favorites at home in this one, with the over under set at forty five and a half. Um, this uh this one kind of surprised me uh with the Patriots being uh, underdogs in this one haven't uh, haven't seen that in a bit but uh, Adam what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean I was surprised too at this line. Um, I know Colts have been pretty good. Um, I just you know the level of competition I don't think has been there in comparison to the Patriots and you know their seven game win streak. So I'm I'm definitely going to take the Pats here. Um, and getting two and a half or uh getting two and a half i actually like them outright money line to win on the road here um they have not lost on on the road this year at all um one of two teams them and the the cardinals uh you know they're 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 well oil machine clicking on both sides of the ball um you know they're they're not asking anybody to do too much especially mac jones they're playing within themselves and i think that really benefits them against a team like the colts who you know the colts are great run game um yeah they get a little vulnerable when they get into sort of games where they're reliant on Carson Wentz to make a play or somebody that uh you know can out physical them too or play play on the same physical um abilities as is the Patriots who probably one of the most physical teams in the league so yeah I like the Patriots here on the road um you know I think this one could be a little bit more higher scoring than people anticipated um just with uh, both teams' ability to run the ball. But, yeah, I, I I like the Patriots. I like their offense a little bit more. And I just like their ability to not make mistakes, mistakes where, you know, Carson Wentz, I think, is a little bit more turnover prone. Yeah, I agree with you, Adam. Uh, I'm, I'm on the Patriots here as well. Again, I was just surprised to see uh, them actually uh, getting some points in this game. So uh, with as hot as the Patriots have been, and, and you touched on it, I mean, both of these teams have been playing good over the last two months. But, uh, I mean, the quality of opponent that the Patriots have beaten week in and week out, um, I, I I don't know how you could uh, you could fade them at this point. So uh, I'm taking the Patriots, uh, you know, plus the two and a half points. I think that's great value right now, and I would I would jump on that. Uh, before it swings um, even if I mean I know Damian Harris is questionable right now but uh, I even if he doesn't play I mean they've shown that they can lean on uh, Ramondre uh, and and he can fill in just fine for them um, you mentioned it I, I think the Patriots are definitely they're, they're the most physical team uh, in the league so I expect them to be the most physical team on the field on uh, Sunday and uh, I think that they'll uh, they'll definitely uh, push around um, the Colts defense, uh, which is a little bit more predicated on speed than physicality. Uh, and I'm of the belief that the uh, Patriots are going to have any trouble running the ball in this one. So should be a great game, but uh, I, I love the Patriots getting two and a half points here. And uh, as for Robbie, Robbie is uh, actually, he's going with the Colts. Um, he, he just thinks it's a really good matchup. Uh, thinks the Colts D is uh, going to be able to contain uh, the uh, running game of the Patriots. And then, um, you know, with the Pats D, 
their strength is more on the uh, in their secondary and how they uh, contain the passing attack, which is uh, not exactly what the Colts are trying to do. So, um, you know, probably the Patriots' biggest uh, defensive strength isn't uh, as applicable this week against the run-heavy attack of the Colts. So we'll see. Uh, Robbie's definitely uh, feeling pretty confident on the Colts this week, uh, minus 2.5. So uh, Adam and I on the Patriots, Robbie on the Colts. Next up, we've got the uh, Tennessee Titans heading into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Steelers are two-point underdogs at home in this one with the over-under at 42. Uh, Adam, start us off here. So I'm, I'm going fourth time in a row here to start off. Uh, I'm taking uh, team money line here. I'm going to take the Steelers underdog. Roll with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, this is a team that Steelers, yeah, I think you mentioned in two weeks ago, that they're a different team at home than they are on the road. Um, last week's game, I don't know what you can take from it. You know, they looked about as incomplete of a team as possible in that first half and almost won the game in the second half. So it seems like they got a, something figured out there on the offensive side of the ball um, in that second half. And you look at the, the opponent here, the Titans, um, you know, they're pretty beat up. Um, they, you know, a little bit of an offensive outburst last week after a couple dud games, but that was against the Jags. Um, Julio being back is definitely helping. Um but I think the Steelers' defense, uh, you know, they could find a way to bottle up. They're not facing Delvin Cook, Justin Jefferson this week. You know, they're facing Julio, uh, McNichols, Tannehill, and just a you know cast of mediocre players at best. So, you know, I, and then on the other side, the offense, I, I think that, you know, they're going to lean on Najee, um, Deontay Johnson, short pass game, and just try to limit the mistakes. So, uh, for that reason, I like the Steelers to he- here to win at home outright, and I like the under. I think this game, I know 42 is a pretty low line, but I don't see a lot of points getting scored in this one. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm also on the Steelers here in this one, and uh, for me, yeah, you mentioned it. Um, you know, the Steelers, they are a far better team at home, and uh, I was uh, I was full tilt last week watching them on Thursday night. Uh, I-, I thought that they were... Uh, you know, they were a fraud, and uh, then all of a sudden, you know, they nearly came up with the craziest backdoor cover uh, in the history of the NFL uh, to close that one out. But, um, you know, the other thing kind of working in the Steelers' favor is they do have, uh, you know, the uh, the 10 days since that Thursday night game to prepare, so they've got uh, a little bit more time to get ready for this game than the Titans did. Uh, but they're just a better team at home, and, um, you know, this Titans team is still uh, banged up. They have not been the same without... Uh, Derek Henry, I know uh, they're you know filling in with Dante Foreman uh, as best as they can, but uh, you know they're they're definitely not at their full potential. And uh, you know for the Steelers to get a couple points at home in this one, I, we all know the Titans play close games anyway. So uh, I'll, I'll take the Steelers. I, I think it's going to be a close game, and I, I'm with you, Adam. I, I think it's a defensive battle. So um, I'll, I'll take the Steelers plus the two in this one. Uh, Robbie on cue disagreeing with us. Um, he is uh, going with the Titans in this one. Um, really, uh, his whole thing is, you know, he he doesn't buy into uh, the Steelers' recent stretch. You know, their only good win in his case is uh, that one against the Ravens in the last month or so. And, um, you know, he's, he's of the belief that, uh, especially if, uh, you know, Joe Hayden is out for the Steelers, that uh, the Titans should be able to move the ball effectively. So uh, we'll see. But he's liking the Titans to uh, cover the two points in this one. 
next up, we've got the uh, Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, we've got the Carolina Panthers uh, heading into uh, Buffalo to take on the Bills. The Bills are ten and a half point uh, favorites in this one, with the over under at forty three and a half. Uh, Adam, I'll, I'll t- lean it over to you. We've got several games this week that are going to be affected by some uh, East Coast wins. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to the East Coast rappers. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's this, uh, I mean, there's a currently, as we're recording, there's a huge storm in the Midwest. Still going to blow through, but it's going to cause a little bit of wind, maybe 15 miles an hour for most of the East Coast games. Um, so, yeah, the, this one, the Team Eagles game, uh, Cowboys, Giants, um, Packers, Ravens, so all all East Coast, sort of Northeast. Um, so there, there's going to be a little bit of a wind event. So just keep that in mind when you're betting these games. Uh, as, as for this one, I really like the Bills here. Um, at home uh, against a Panthers team that I am just tired of watching. I, I don't know. <laughs> the Cam, P.J. Walker, whatever they're trying to do there is one of the most frustrating things to watch. They, you know, they fire their OC, Joe, um, Joe Brady. I don't know if he was the problem at all. They, they, I, this team is in full collapse. They lost to the Panthers at home in a must-win divisional game. Um, I, I'm not even going get, to get into specifics this game. I am fading the Panthers. Uh, I love the Bills here, and this one could get ugly. So, yeah, definitely taking them 10.5. Yeah, you got to think if there's a if there's a hungry team out there in the NFL right now, it's the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they've been getting uh, trashed on national media for the last few weeks. Uh, you know, a tough loss uh, at home and in, in really a weather dictated game against the Patriots, and then you know they had a uh, tough break of having to turn around and, and head down to Tampa to take on the Bucks. Almost won that Fun- game. Yeah, yeah, and they you know uh, they were down big, and and Allen let them back, brought it to overtime. So uh, you know. Definitely some uh, positive things to build on uh, for the Bills in this one. So I, I like them to cover the ten and a half as well. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you, Adam. The Panthers are the Panthers are a joke right now. With uh, uh, I, I can't imagine what anybody in that locker room is is thinking with you know the roulette uh, game they've got going on with uh, quarterbacks. It's just wherever the ball lands on any given series, it seems uh, between Cam and PJ Walker these days. So. Um, I'm taking the Bills. Uh, yeah, I, I've got no respect for for what the Panthers are trying to do. So uh, I expect the Bills to put a hurting on them this week. I like the ten and a half. Yeah, and this is one of the few games that we're all all in agreement on. Uh, Robbie loves the Bills here. Uh, just expecting them to you know get prime for a playoff push. Um, big turnovers. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with Robbie there. Whoever the quarterback is for the Panthers is going to give up the ball here. So. Yeah, this one's probably going to be featured in our podcast parlay for the week. It would uh, it would not surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, any concern with you know with the, how the wind is supposed to be with having to cover that big of a number? Do we think that Josh Allen's got one of the strongest arms in the league? He, he I mean he threw the ball thirty times in that blizzard yeah. against. Um, so if anybody's going to be affected, it's going to be the two quarterback duo Cam <laughs> and PJ Walker. So uh, yeah. This could get ugly. Yeah. Yeah. We will see. Uh, next game up, another one that's going to be affected by these uh, wins. It is the Washington football team taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this is a game I'm, I'm kind of excited for in a way. Um, you know, Eagles are coming off a bye, uh, riding high after uh, Gardner Minshew, um, you know, it came in. But it looks like uh, Hertz is going to play in this one, which I don't necessarily agree with. 
Um, and that's really the reason why I'm going team uh, plus five and a half here. I mean, when you factor in uh, the weather and the fact that Hertz is playing over Minshew, um, yeah, yeah, I just think this is way too many points for the team to be getting up. Um, I'm a little bit more conservative, uh, so I just love getting the five and a half points. I mean, that is so much wiggle room uh, in a game that should be close throughout. And, uh, yeah, you know, the team have been playing a little bit better defensive ball too lately. Um, so I think that they'll be able to contain the Eagles, especially with a uh, hampered Jalen Hurts under center. Uh, the team are also the better team uh, when it comes to the running game. Uh, you know, we've talked all year about uh, – the Eagles and their kind of identity crisis. They've tried to get the running game going as of late, but uh, I think if there's any team that can establish it in this one, I think it's uh, the Washington football team. So I'm going to lean on the team in this one. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, You know, this is a pretty big line getting five and a half points here on the road. I'm going to take the team money line. Um, You know, they, they had a, you know, a hard loss last week to the Cowboys you know, interdivision team, but you know, they, they were down pretty big at this beginning of that game. They fought their way back all the way to a touchdown uh, deficit. And this Eagles team is not the Cowboys. So for them to Gardner getting five and a half points or last week, I know they were home, but they, they were getting four against the Cowboys. That, that doesn't line up to me. This Eagles team, um, you know, I, I agree with you. I think they're making a wrong decision at quarterback. Uh, this defense is playing a lot better. Um, had a pick six last week. Uh, I, I'm expecting Jalen Hurts to, you know, probably give up the ball one or two times. And I just like the way these two teams are trending. I like where the team is going. And I think that their playoff prospects are a little bit better than the Eagles. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I think this game, uh, this game, yeah, it's a pretty important game, especially uh, in a weak NFC conference. So, um, yeah, I think the team wins out right here. I'm willing to take that chance. Um, if you don't, definitely take the five and a half because uh, that's good value, too. Yeah, Robbie's uh, Robbie's leaning Eagles actually in this one. Uh, he's of the belief that uh, he's just a little bit concerned about uh, all the people in COVID protocol for the uh, team right now, and uh, you know he likes the fact the Eagles had the bye last week. Um, you know, so a little bit longer time to prepare and, and get healthy for this one. But uh, yeah, I mean, for me, this is a uh, this is probably a loser a loser goes home game, and I, I probably write them off for uh, playoff contention. Uh, you know, it's going to be hard to overcome the other team, um, you know, if, if you lose this one. We're just kind of running out of games left to play to make up ground. So, uh, you know, must-win game for both of these teams. All right, next up, we've got the uh, not the most exciting uh, game of the week uh, for sure. It is the uh, Houston Texans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the game's so fun that they have to play it twice a year. And uh, the Jags are three and a half point favorites in this one, um, with the over under set at thirty nine and a half. Um, you know, even with Davis Mills, I, I like the Texans in this one. I mean, it, to keep it short, I mean everything you hear, you don't hear anything positive uh, coming out of Jacksonville these days. And Urban Meyer seems to have lost uh, not only the locker room but his coaching staff as well. Um, big questions already about whether or not he'll be back. Um, quite frankly, I'm not sure that the Jacksonville Jaguars would even want him back at this point for uh, year two. Uh, Texans, you know, they are, they're a struggling team. There's, there's no way uh, to get around it. Uh, there were no expectations for them coming into the year and they ha- certainly haven't, uh, haven't surprised anybody with uh, quality play, but uh, yeah, their defense is getting a little bit better 
And, uh, you know, I, I just like them getting three and a half points here. I, I think, you know, even with Davis Mills under center, they should be able to uh, remain competitive in this one. So I'll take Texans. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> the latest report today was that former kicker Josh Lambeau of the Jags uh, was reportedly kicked by uh, Urban Meyer. In the leg. Yeah. <laughs> it's his childish, like, God, that talk about a bad hire yeah that that seems like a one and done situation for me i'm gonna take the texans um you know i sort of expected this line to be within three points um so texans getting more than a field goal here uh i'm gonna I'm take them don't know who's gonna win this game probably leaning jags i just think that they have a little bit more talent um but you know talent doesn't matter if your head coach is a clown see the chicago bears the last three years so um yeah, I, I, you know, Davis Mills, I don't know if you can trust him, but I've, I've been saying it for the last month or so every week. been waiting for that Trevor Lawrence breakout game, and it's, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Um, so, you know, I, I would I would guess that, you know, Texans would be a good matchup, but, you know, this team is in free fall. Um, you know, they're, they're giving the Texans a run for money and just most dysfunctional organization. So, yeah. Um, yeah, give me the Texans getting three and a half points here. I know they're on the road, but yeah, this is yeah. What's the capacity of this game going to be hit? Oh God, under fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. You got to think maybe twenty thousand fans total. Like this is this is going to be rough. Uh, yeah, not many uh, crowd shots. Uh. Yeah, Rob, Robbie's on the Texans with us too. Um, saying how much you can't trust Urban Meyer, the offense. Um, <laughs> the only pointing fingers not. Not trying to fix anything. Yeah, saying Houston defense is, you know, getting better from the beginning of the year, and I do agree with them. They're 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 an improving unit under our guy, Lovey Smith. Lovey the beard. It's uh, it is you know, it is the uh, holiday season, so Santa. Yeah. Santa's coming out, so maybe uh, maybe the Texans will have something up their sleeve. All right, uh, next game up, it is the Cowboys taking on the Giants uh, in New York. Giants are 10.5-point underdogs in this one with the over-under at 44.5. Yeah, I... uh, I feel like every week we have the uh, the Daniel Jones, uh, Mike Glennon discussion. I think uh, all indications are that it is going to be Mike Glennon for this game. Uh, but even still, even with Mike Glennon, I'm going to go ahead and go for the Giants in this one. Uh, just thinking with uh, with some of the weather conditions and uh, the way the Giants like to play, you know, combine the fact with it's a uh, it's a division game. Cowboys, um, you know. Frankly, been a little bit up and down lately. Uh, you know, kind of had to escape the uh, the team last week. I I just expect this game. I I fully expect the Cowboys to win this game, but uh, I think there's room for a backdoor cover in here by the Giants. And in ten and a half, uh, when you factor in the, uh, that the Giants are at home and there's uh, going to be strong winds, and it's a division game where these teams know each other well, I, I'm just going to go with the Giants. I just think it's too many points. Yeah, no, I mean it's a lot of points. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna take the Cowboys. Um, their defense is playing out of control right now. Um, Parsons, he's, I mean, he might be the front runner for defensive player of the year as a rookie, which is just incredible. Um, I think they're gonna get Lawrence back this week. Randy Gregory's doing his thing on the outside, so, the, you know, their pass rush is one of the best in the league. You got uh, Trevon Diggs doing his thing on the defense. Uh, I just think that their defense in this game spells more trouble for the Giants. 
Um, you know, then probably their offense does it going up against that Giants defense, which I mean, it's average. It's not bad. Uh, it's not great, but yeah, I, I think the defense of the Cowboys maybe maybe leads to a score. It's happened a lot this year, um, and you know, yeah, I just you know, I just think that at the end of the day, Cowboys got way more talent. Um, and going into a game versus Mike Lennon, just the way that that defense capitalizes on turnovers, um, if that can control the ball, um, establish a run game not make any mistakes i definitely think the cowboys cover here yeah and uh for what it's worth uh robbie's in full agreement with you just uh you know his his thinking is that that cowboys defensive unit has just been uh too strong lately to bet against and uh especially when uh you know, you're going up against uh mike glennon uh you know backup caliber quarterback it's uh it, it's got the potential to get ugly out there um so yeah i also like the over 44 and a half i think that's a pretty low line um yeah i just yeah, i think there's gonna be a defensive score here one way or the other so yeah i, I like the over here okay uh next game up we've got the arizona cardinals heading into detroit to take on the lions uh lions are 13.5-point underdogs at home in this one with the over-under at 47.5. I'm taking the Cardinals in this one uh, to cover a large number on the road, but uh, it's on the fast track uh, in Detroit in the Dome. Uh, So, you know, my thinking here is, uh, you know, tough division loss for the Cardinals on Monday night. The news just came out that uh, Hopkins is going to be – shelved for the remainder of the regular season they're hoping to get him back um for the postseason uh but uh even still i just think uh kyler kyler will be able to do enough against this uh lions team uh, which is uh just nowhere near uh on the same level talent wise as where these cardinals uh units are and uh this is one i just think um you know talent's gonna win out so uh without you know, being too long-winded here, I just Cardinals are the far superior teams. I'll, I'll take the Cardinals uh, plus thirteen and a half or minus thirteen and a half. But uh, I know you're disagreeing with me. So, what's the other side of this argument? Yeah, I don't. This isn't a strong opinion for me, but I'm just going to take the Lions here, getting almost two touchdowns, thirteen and a half at home. Um, I think D Hop being out is definitely going to affect the offense. Um, yeah, the Cardinals coming off a short week. Uh, Lions at home. You know, I. They, I know they got killed last week by the Broncos, but that's a tough place to play, and that was just a bad matchup for them overall. James Conner is a little banged up. You're not going to see Chase Edmonds, and I mean, if you're going to if you're going to cover this line against the Lions, you're going to have to be able to run the ball a lot, and you know this is probably a bad week for the Cardinals in terms of that. So I, I just think uh, just a couple factors sort of lean in the Lions' way. Uh, you don't feel great about it, but yeah, I'm going to take them with the 13 and a half points at home. Okay. Uh, Robbie on the Cardinals in this one uh, just thinks that uh, you know they're just an all-around uh, better better team than the Lions, and it's just going to be too much uh, for uh, Goff and team to keep up with. So uh, we will see. Next up, we've got uh, AFC East matchup: the New York Jets heading into Miami to take on the Dolphins. Dolphins are nine and a half point favorites at home in this one with the over under at 42 and a half. Um, I'm taking the Dolphins here. I just think that, uh, you know, the Jets have uh, definitely been floundering. I mean, they looked uh, they looked uh, helpless against the uh, Saints last week. And, um, 
you know, going on the road in Miami, I just think Tua is uh, going to be able to utilize his weapons, uh, and uh, you know, they they should be able to cover in this game. I, I think uh, yeah, the Jets are just uh, they're at the point in the season where I think that they've they've probably they're probably just cashing checks at this point and looking forward to 2022. And uh, you know, the Dolphins are kind of hanging around. Uh, you know, they're still kind of outside looking in in terms of the playoff race, but, uh, you know, if they keep, if they can string some wins together, they could still be in it. But, uh, I, I just think they're going to be too much to handle in this one. So I'll, I'll take the dolphins minus nine and a half. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Uh, really love the dolphins here. Uh, I know nine and a half is pretty big, but they're coming off a bye, Um, and they're a hot team. They're one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now to his, to his plan. Like he's going to keep his job next year. Um, he's looking good. He's making fast decisions. Um, playmakers are starting to get healthy on the outside and going up against this Jets team. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, they weren't impressive last week against a good defense in the saints. I think the dolphins are on that same level as the defense. Uh, I'm expecting Zach Wilson make a couple mistakes here and there. Um, I think they're getting, um, Michael Carter back, which should help. But yeah, at the end of the day, this this defense is too hot. Um, pair that with a quarterback, Tua making plays, and a you know and a disheartened team in the Jets. Yeah, I, I'm leaning Dolphins here all day uh, with the nine and a half points. Um, Robbie's also with us here. This is another game we all agree on. He's on the Dolphins. Um, yeah, just talking about how their defense has led to the winning streak. Um, don't need to put up a high number to win. And probably won't need to. So he's on the under the forty-two and a half. This this uh, this matchup. Yeah, I'm actually I'm liking the over in this one. I think uh, I think Zach Wilson will uh, be able to do enough. But really, what I'm thinking of uh, when I put that on the spreadsheet here was I was just thinking about Tua and how well he's been playing the last few weeks, and you know a lot of those weapons starting to get healthy. Uh, you know, Kasicki's looking good. You got Devontae Parker back. Um, you know, Gaskin, they've been running the ball well. So I, I like uh, I like how the Dolphins are looking right now, and I think that they could put up a big number in this one on the Jets. And, uh, you know, as far as Zach Wilson's concerned, it's, uh, he's got to start showing something. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to be looking for him to put up some points. Okay, next up, it is the Cincinnati Bengals heading out west to take on the Broncos. Broncos are two and a half point favorites in this one, with the over under at forty four and a half. Um, I'm I'm on the Bengals in this one, and it's a, it's going to be my lock of the week. I just uh, this line kind of surprised me. I you know it would basically imply that the Bengals and Broncos are uh, even on a on a you know neutral site. Broncos are two and a half point favorites in this one. Um, I, I think. Uh, Bengals getting two and a half points in this one. I know Mixon's a little banged up and Burrow's dealing with a, a few nagging injuries as well. But uh, I, I think the firepower of the Bengals uh, here will just be a little bit too much for the Broncos to keep up with. Uh, you know, And even if the Broncos do keep up with them, I don't see them you know, being in a position to, to run away with this game. I, I expect this to be... If the Bengals aren't leading late, then the Broncos are clinging on for dear life. So the fact that you can get uh, Bengals uh, plus two and a half in this one, I, I think that's great value. Uh, I'll, I'll take that all day. And like I said, I'll, I'm locking it up. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on this one. Um, you know, I just don't feel that great about the Bengals right now. They lost their last two games, both were at home. 
uh, one against the Car- Chargers and another one against the 49ers. Two, you know, middle of the road teams, not bad, but certainly, you know, not, not great. Um, you, you mentioned the injuries. Yeah. That, that's starting to show up on uh, watching these, uh, this team. Yeah. That both Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow, definitely not a hundred percent. And, and you could tell, um, so yeah, they're they're not that potent offense that we saw earlier in the year, and going up against the Broncos, who have a great pass defense, not not that good of a run defense, um, in a hostile environment, and you know Broncos are right there with the Bengals at seven and six, looking to make the playoffs. So uh, I'm I'm gonna take the Broncos here. Um, you know, just I, I think that if they can get out to a lead, I say 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 this a lot, but yeah, if they if they can get out to a lead, I think they can hold it against this Bengals team and. Um, sort of just dictate tempo and you know they got two bell bell cows at running back so uh i just you know this isn't a confident pick but yeah i do like the broncos here to cover the two and a half at home robbie on the other hand he is all with you on the Bengals. um he he, he agrees this should be a, he thinks this should be more of a pick em. um loves the Bengals offense superior to the broncos um yeah he he, he uh He's liking the uh, Bengals here, plus two and a half, right with you, Evan. Yeah, I think the big thing for me in this game is, you know, if the Broncos are going to win a game that, you know, they kind of got to dominate uh, at the line of scrimmage, and, uh, you know, they, they need to run the ball effectively, you know, ball control, that's that's their formula for winning. But this Bengals defense, uh, you know, they're one of six units not uh, giving up less than 100 yards rushing per game. So, um, you know, they're, they're in the top five in rush defense this year. And, uh, you know, I think that'll travel well and, uh, it's going to make life hard on the Denver Broncos if they have to rely on Teddy, uh, bridge to, uh, have to move the ball through the air consistently to beat this team. So I think it's a good matchup for the Bengals, despite, you know, some of the injury concerns that we laid out, but, uh, you know, you talked about it in terms of the AFC playoff uh, race. This is a huge game. Definitely. One of these two teams is going to make the playoffs, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, next up, we've got the Falcons taking on the 49ers. Uh, this game is in San Francisco, where the Niners are 9.5-point favorites with an over-under set at 45.5. Um, I, I like the Niners in this one. We talk about, you know, kind of riding the hot team here. Uh, Falcons have been playing better as well, but, um, you know, the Niners really appear to be clicking uh, we've talked about in the past few weeks that they've uh, they're starting to get healthy. They got Debo and Fred Warner back last week, and you know they answered the bell on the road in Cincinnati in a great game, kind of a statement win if you ask me. Uh, so love them. They're they're riding high. They return back uh, to the faithful. That place will be rocking. They're in the playoff discussion. Uh, I just think uh, they're going to come out and um, really really take it to the Falcons. You know we've seen the Falcons beat some bad teams uh you know you can just look last week for example uh at the panthers but i'm i'm not gonna can i'm not gonna confuse that with uh saying that this team is a true contender in the nfc i'm still not buying them uh long term and i think the 49ers are the vastly superior team in this one so i'll take the niners ah yeah you're I'm almost flipping, consider flipping, but I, I'm going to stick with the Falcons here. Um, you make a lot of good points. You know, 49ers are in sole control of that second wild card spot. Falcons are in the third one, but, you know, they got a lot more um, grouped around them at six and seven. Falcons, um, 
definitely not playing as good as the 49ers, but they have been playing better. I think just the veteran leadership of Matt Ryan is sort of keeping their heads above water when in actuality, I don't think that team is very good. Uh, him and Corderell, he's, he's been, he's been unbelievable. He should be a first team, all pro or not first team, but he should definitely be an all pro this year. He's had that much of a, just effect on this offense. He is this offense. Um, but yeah, just nine and a half points is a lot. Um, I think the Falcons offense can keep pace for the majority of this game, fully expect 49ers to win and probably by a touchdown, but nine and a half, just a tad too much for me. Uh, I'm going to take the Falcons, but I do like the over 45 and a half in this matchup. Uh, weather's not going to be a factor here. Um, you mentioned, you know, Debo coming back. Um, I think both offenses have a little bit of success here. Um, yeah, just 45 and a half seems a little bit too low for two hot teams right now. So both th- both teams putting up points recently. So I like that over. Yeah, uh, should, uh, should be a good game. Uh, we'll see, you know. Niners this is this is the kind of team that you gotta you gotta beat and you gotta blow out at home to show that you're uh, truly a contender in uh, in your conference uh, Robbie is on the 49ers for what it's worth and uh, he is uh, you know citing the fact that the Falcons secondary is a little bit beat up this week and uh, you know just thinks that um, you know they're they're gonna be able to you know physically dominate uh, the Falcons at the line of scrimmage in this one and uh should uh, pull away. So Robbie on the Niners with me, Adam leaning Falcons, but not overly confident about it. Next up, we've got the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Rams. Rams are five-point favorites as of right now with the over-under set at 45.5. I say as of right now because they are dealing with a little bit of a COVID outbreak themselves uh, after their Monday night game. Um, and uh, yeah, so you know we'll see. They are uh, they're at home in this one, so this one's uh, kind of interesting. It's gonna be the second home game uh, of the week at uh, SoFi Field. I, I'm not envisioning that the field will be in bad condition in any way, but um, yeah. So Rams, like I said, five point favorites at home. Forty five and a half is the over under. Uh, Adam, why don't you start us off here? Yeah, this this is gonna be an interesting matchup. Um, Seahawks are not out of it at five and eight. We we discussed last week their remaining schedule. Uh, if they can get past this one, um, yeah, they they got a shot to win out. And um, yeah, having said that, though, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Rams here. I know they got you know a plethora of COVID issues, but you know they're they're one of the deepest teams in the league. Um, I think they proved that last Monday when uh, they, they had COVID issues then, and they went yep. into Arizona and beat the top team in the NFC. Um, Seahawks are not the top team in the NFC. I know they've been playing well of late. Rashad Penny um, giving them something on the ground, which they've been lacking. Um, so I think this one, you know, could be close for a while, but at, at the end, um, yeah, it's, Rams, they looked like the team – last uh on monday that they were you know open up the open up the the season when you know a lot of people were thinking that they were the best team in the league first month or so um they got back to form it seemed in a hostile environment and uh yeah i just think they might be primed for a playoff run here they're they look they really impressed me so i'm I'm gonna take them five but i I can see where you you and robbie can you know five's a lot of points for these two teams that play uh tend to play pretty close games 
Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. The Seahawks not out of it. They've uh, they're they're starting to play a little bit better. Maybe uh, Russ that uh, hand is finally he's you know starting to feel comfortable with it. Um, yeah, you mentioned last week, I believe, or two weeks ago, kind of how soft the Rams or the Seahawks schedule is coming up, and and how they've got a chance to kind of you know run the table here and uh you know insert themselves into the playoff discussion uh despite that their uh their slow start to the season um you know i think for me seahawks uh it's a lot of points um i think the rams probably win this game but i just expect it to be a little bit closer uh than the line would infer here and uh you know for what it's worth for me i i just think um i think there's something to be said about you know the Rams. Uh, they went. They went into Arizona, as you mentioned. A uh, huge win for them. They probably had that game circled on their calendar. You know, you come back. You come back home. You've got an under five hundred team. Granted, they're in the division, but I think there might be a chance uh, for a letdown where maybe the Seahawks can jump on them a bit here. So uh, I, I like. Uh, I like the Seahawks plus the five, but not overly confident in it. Uh, Ro- Robbie is also on the Seahawks. Uh, you know thinking kind of along the same lines as me, uh, maybe getting overlooked uh, by the Rams here coming off a, a big win. And, you know, just the fact that they've they've been playing a little bit better as of late. So we'll see. All right, next up we've got the Packers taking on the Ravens. This game is in Baltimore where the Ravens are, excuse me, five-point underdogs at home. Uh, and the over-under in this one's set at 43.5. Uh, another game where... Uh, we should see some windy conditions. Uh, Adam, right now, you know, the Ravens are calling Lamar day-to-day uh, with the ankle injury, um, but the thought is right now that he'll probably be able to play, but in some sort of limited capacity. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? So, uh, to me, it doesn't matter whether Lamar plays or not. Um, Tyler Hunley, in the two games he's played this year, has actually been very impressive from what I've seen. He, you know, he led a huge comeback against the Bears, um, you know, stayed within his offense, didn't make mistakes, um, you know, didn't didn't do anything too crazy. But um, the way that offense is set up, you know, you get your ball, your playmakers, you, you know, keep keep the ball on the ground. Don't make any mistakes. And uh, the way the defense is playing, you're going to win games. And, you know, last week when Lamar went down, they were down pretty big um, and he let them back all the way. They had the onside kick. They almost had a chance to win uh, that game in Cleveland. Uh, very impressive game for Tyler Hundley. So. I think in this matchup against the Packers at home, um, I, I I still like them uh, getting five points. I think he can. I mean, if Lamar plays, then I I think I like it a little bit better. But um, if he doesn't, I think they're they're more than capable of keeping this game close. Um, their defense has been playing excellent um, over the last you know six games or so, limited limiting teams to you know under twenty points for the most part. Uh, last week I think they gave up twenty six, but um, yeah, I just you know I. The Packers, you saw an offensive outburst last week. Uh, I don't know how much of that was just a terrible Bears defense. Um, but, yeah, they're they're capable of putting up a number here. But I, I just think this is a good matchup. Ravens uh, got a pretty good secondary. And, yeah, I just think I, I, maybe maybe a couple of trick plays here and there. I just think that, uh, you know, they're still the, the Ravens are still the uh, division leader in the AFC North. So I just think, you know, the, the, they're not going to get the public – opinion here on this game i feel like a lot of people are going to be on the packers but i think ravens are more than capable and well coached enough and they've been through so much this year and they're still 
like I said, division leaders in sole possession. So for them to get five points here, uh, I'm going to take them. Yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous about this game, and I think it's why I'm not overly confident because I just wonder what this line would be if, if Lamar was fully healthy. Um, I, I would imagine it'd be probably closer. I think the Packers would still be favored, but I think it'd be closer to like a pick em or one or two. Um, so Ravens are getting a little bit of an extra bump, um, you know, due to, uh, the Lamar injury. Um, and, and I mean, the Packers have been playing well. This is probably a stay away game for me. I'm just, I'm not overly confident in it. Um, I, I could just see the Ravens kind of sticking around in this game, but I'm going to lean Packers. Uh, just, you know, kind of the main thing here for me is, uh, their defensive unit. I talk about it week in and week out, but uh, they didn't. They didn't show it in the first half of that Bears game. But they're they're just a very solid unit. Um, they probably overlooked the Bears uh, to some extent, probably deservingly so. Um, but uh, they righted the shit at ha- the ship at halftime uh, in that game on Sunday night, and uh, I just expect uh, the Packers to come out here. You know, they're still gunning for that uh, first round buy, so they know. You know, there's no off weeks. They can't overlook anybody, and uh, you know, this is uh, this is an opportunity for them to come out and get another win. So, uh, I'll take the Packers. Uh, Robbie is uh, leaning Packers as well. He's a little bit worried about if Lamar were to miss, what that does to the Ravens' run game, obviously. And um, you know, if the Ravens are unable to uh, run the ball, Packers have one of the best. Uh, defensive units against the pass in the NFL. So he's he's liking the Packers as well in this one. Uh, next game up, we've got the New Orleans Saints heading into Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. Uh, both of these teams coming off wins, Buccaneers against the Bills, and the Saints uh, righted the ship against the Jets last week. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is a big matchup. Robbie... Uh, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to him. Uh, he is locking up uh, this week the Saints Bucks over 46 and a half. Uh, he likes the Bucks this week, but ultimately, um, you know, his big thing here is, uh, you know, the Saints were kind of the, uh, the nemesis of Brady last year, beat him twice. And, um, you know, his thought here is that Brady's going to come out strong. He's got a bone to pick with the Saints. He's expecting a big game. Um, you know, and fifty uh, percent of the time after he loses the first game uh, in a divisional match, uh, he puts up forty plus in the second game. So that's happened five times in the last seven, and uh, he's not looking to lose four straight to the Saints. So Robbie's thinking he's going to be slinging it. Um, you know, in this one, as far as the over goes, uh, you know, maybe some signs of. Uh, some progress last week with Kamara and Taysom Hill. Uh, they started to look like that offense uh, from last year and playing a little bit better. So Robbie's really liking the over this one, and he's locking that up. Uh, Adam, what are uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Because I I like the Saints. Um, I think that they're going to be able to cover the ten and a half. I'm just it seems like Sean Payton has a uh, good game plan and he knows how to uh, beat the. Uh, the Bucks in this one, but uh, what am I missing? Uh you know I don't feel great about the line here. Ten and a half is a hell of a lot of points. Um, man, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to stick with the Bucks here to cover it. But this is I'm not betting that that spread uh, at all. I, I can see the Saints keeping it close. You know what? I'm, I'm actually going to flip to the Saints. I 
that's way too many points. This defense obviously has some sort of, uh, you know, game plan for Brady. And like you mentioned, I think their offense last week definitely showed some signs of life. Um, they didn't get it going with uh, Trevor Simeon, but we've seen it over the last year and a half now uh, with Taysom Hill. If they can, you know, get get a whole week of game plan with them, a healthy Kamara, uh, they're, they're, they're a formidable offensive unit. And um, so I'm, I'm all with Robbie here on the over 46 and a half. I think that's an extremely low line for this game. Um, I expect both offenses to have success here. And, you know, weather's not going to be a factor. Yeah, I, I, I was definitely shocked by the 46 and a half line. I thought it would be closer to 50. So I'm going to hammer that over with Robbie. All right, we've got two of you on the over, so we will see how that goes. Uh, you know, Saints need the win to stay in the uh, playoff race, so both teams with a lot to play for here. Okay, final game of the week is here, and it is the Minnesota Vikings heading into Soldier Field to take on the Bears. The Bears are three and a half point underdogs at home in this one, with the over under at forty four. Um, I, I like the Bears in this one, uh, getting the points. I, I pretty much, I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched. Uh, you know, we've seen them, these two teams go at it for the last few years. It seems like they always have a Monday night football game, and uh, they usually uh, play each other close. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the Bears in this one, plus the three and a half points. But uh, I'm going to take, uh, I think the bet that I like the most in this game is the over. Um, you know, the Bears defense, uh, they've been getting shred up uh, recently, uh, just absolutely shredded out there. And uh, we know this Vikings team can put up points when they want to. Uh, but, you know, the Bears have shown some signs of life on the offensive end of the ball as well. Uh, you know, Justin Fields under center for the Bears uh, is helpful. And so uh, I just think 44 is a little bit low. And much like last week, I think we could see um, perhaps a bit of an offensive explosion from the Bears and in this over could hit. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm agree with you on both. Uh, I, I like the Bears here. Uh, don't think they're going to win, but getting three and a half points against uh, you know the Vikings here, division opponent. Bears have played Vikings pretty well over the last four years. Um, I don't really see too much change here. I, I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a lot of success. Um, you know, they've been able to bottle him up pretty good, but, uh, the Bears run defense this year is not the same. Uh, you know, if they can, if they can force Kirk Cousins to make a few mistakes here and there, um, you know, avoid mistakes on, on their offensive side, you know, they got a chance to win this game, but, uh, I'm, I'm with you on the over too. Um, just how bad the Bears defense has been. I don't know how they garner 44 points, especially when, you know, both teams put up over 30 last week. Um, Vikings have a little bit of a longer week to prepare. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't under, don't really understand that 44-point line, so I'm going to be on the Bears over for a second week in a row. And uh, Robbie has uh, probably the best point out of all of them uh, on this game. He's going to take the Bears, and his reasoning is, Monday night, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, we didn't talk about primetime Kirk yeah. because uh, you don't want to leave that one for Robbie. Yep. But it's it's always a factor. So, yeah, we're, we're all on uh, Bears plus three and a half. Okay, so uh, quickly, uh, before we wrap up the show, want to uh, recap our lead pipe locks for the week. So, Adam, you're on Brown's money line this week uh, on Saturday at home against the Raiders. 
Uh, Robbie is on the Saints Bucks over 46 and a half. I like that as well. And and you mentioned that uh, you know that's one of your confidence picks. Uh, and then I'm on Bengals plus two and a half. Uh, I'm just of the opinion that uh, you know at the very least that game should be very close. Don't see the Broncos running away with it. So love getting points uh, with the Bengals on the road. Uh, as for our uh, podcast parlay this week. Um, we all agree on the Bills, we agree on the Texans, we agree on the Dolphins, and we agree on the Bears, funny enough. Um, so I was thinking about that. I think we got to include the Bills. Uh, yeah, I feel good about the Bills. You have to think that they're going to respond in a big way at home against a bad team. So I like the Bills. And I think... Yeah, I don't want to do the Texans. No, I, I don't yeah. either. I like the Dolphins. I would be comfortable doing the Dolphins. Okay. You know, it's a similar type game. You know, better team at home versus a lesser opponent. Um, I know those are two big lines, but both good defenses. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Dolphins. What about third? I would either do Saints Bucks over or Vikings Bears over. I, I I feel better with Robbie's lock with the Saints Bucks over. Okay. And you know he's gonna get the buy-in for that. Yeah, I I, I, I have a hard time seeing that one being a defensive defensive showdown on Sunday night. All right, so then let's go with Saints Bucks over forty six and a half, Bills minus ten and a half at home against the Panthers, and then we are on the Dolphins minus nine and a half at home against the Jets. So a couple home teams uh, laying big numbers, and uh, you know what we perceive to be a relatively low uh, over under in the Saints Bucks game. So hopefully uh, Tom Brady comes to play. But uh, that'll do it for our Week 15 episode. Thank everybody for tuning in. We will be back next week breaking down all the action, hopefully with some good news about this uh, podcast parlay hitting all three legs so uh, we can all make a little bit of money. But until then, everybody be safe out there, and we will talk to you soon.